We are live. <laughs> Let's get straight into it. Hello and welcome to HealthierLife.tv. My name's Paul Bercy. Hello, I'm Warren Connolly. Yeah, and that's Warren Connolly. Now, we do have a few signal problems today, so we might over-talk each other. But uh, hopefully we won't. Let's see how we go. So, basically, HealthierLife.tv wants to inspire people of all ages to live a life of complete health through education and information. We cover all aspects of health, wellness, sports and fitness. So with that, we are doing part two of how inflammation affects the body. So, um, Warren, what's your uh, thoughts at this present time? Can you hear me? Yeah, I'm just sorry. I'm just trying to recap what we spoke about last week. <laughs> okay, what we spoke about last week was basically yeah. acute inflammation and chronic inflammation. That's what we were talking about. And the so, difference between the two and, and what that actually feels like, and yeah. in the in some some aspects how how we can deal with that. Yeah. So. Well, I suppose the cl the classic is the acute the acute. Uh, inflammation um you get injured and uh you know you're injured okay and your body throbs i think that's about the easiest way you can you could describe it and something's wrong you get you know uh whether you've got pain there's going to be a combination of things it's not just going to be all five of these um uh but there's pain there's redness uh immobility uh, swelling and heat. They're the five main sort of uh, signs of uh, acute inflammation. Now, when I did my left calf the other day for the second time in a week, um, basically I had uh, pain when I was running, but it was uncomfortable when I wasn't running after the first oh, yeah. 24 hours. So it could be pain or, or, or discomfort. Um, there was no redness. Slight immobility. Um, no, uh, there was a, quite a bit of swelling. Okay. Uh, but there was no heat that I that I could feel. So you know, so I had pain that turned to, to being uncomfortable. I had a little bit of a immobility, uh, and then I had quite a bit of swelling. So you're going to get a combination of things, right? And if you get a cut, sorry, Warren, just one thing. If I get a cut. That's when acute inflammation, um, you know, cuts in. It's the as we said last week. It's the first line of defence. The acute inflammation. Yes. Can you hear me? Okay? So, so people are also aware that not all symptoms, not all injuries in the same area have the same symptoms. Absolutely. So so when I've had my, when I had my two calf injuries recently, one was far worse than the other one. But like, unlike you, I also similar to you, I didn't have any redness. I had very, very, very little swelling. No heat. A lot of discomfort, a lot of discomfort, and immobility. But it was also the pain was. The pain was fluctuating between a throb and a sharp pain. Yeah. Sometimes it would flare up and it would hit me sharp, and then it would be throbbing for the most part. 
That's right. I mean, look at it, look at it this way: you can you could you could break your neck or break your leg and not know about it. Oh yeah. So you know, and again, you'd have information then as well in some definitely. <laughs> and you might go ow. <laughs> but um, you know, well, it's, that's, that's what happened with me when I broke my arm when I from the surgery here that I can't see it necessarily. It's fading so well, but. When I broke, when I shattered my forearm, I was lying on sitting on the ground, and I saw my 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 wrist like kind of like popped like this, and I thought, oh, I've just dislocated my wrist. Yeah, <laughs> I thought I just dislocated my wrist, and I thought it's not such bad pain. And then as soon as I tried to move with this hand, this hand was also dislocated as well. This wrist, yeah. yeah and I tried to move, and I thought, oh, that's painful. And as soon as I did that, my whole arm just collapsed. Yeah. So yeah, the pain wasn't there. And then when I when when I saw the arm collapse, when visually I saw that arm collapse, that's when the pain set in. And then that's when that's that's when I was in a lot of pain. Yeah. But um mm -hmm. yeah, <laughs> it's funny. That's our bodies our bodies are amazing, man. And, yeah, and to go back to your question as well, it's a long it's a long rounded way to get back to your question about what I'm thinking about with chronic inflammation. Is um, there's such a there's, su there's such a fine line between getting it right and getting it horribly wrong. Oh yeah, I know absolutely. Yeah. And um, yeah, I've been sitting, I've been working from home for you know quite quite a lot in the last two years, more so more so than I've ever done in my life before. Even when I was working at home before in Dubai. I was out on the road a lot. I was I was working with people a lot, face to face. And now, since I've been in Hungary, I'm actually working it from home a lot, and I'm I'm in a behind in front of the computer more a lot more than I've ever been in my life. And I had a transitional move from sitting in a chair to standing on a disc, on a balanced disc, and standing and working, to now sitting on a Swiss ball, okay, behind behind my desk. Well, actually, it's the dining room table. <laughs> but sitting on a Swiss ball now, because the inflammation in my hips is responding differently to the different external forces or you know, influences I'm putting on it. You know, sitting on a chair, it gets painful here and there. Then I go stand over there, then my legs get, get tired and, and stuff like that. My hips feel good, but my legs get very tired. Yeah, especially when you're standing for a long period of time on a balance disc, trying to work on your computer. And then you come sit behind a ball, and now my, my back and my core muscles are getting very tired. And the muscles in my in my hips are getting the muscles are getting very tired from sitting on a Swiss ball. So the body's responding a lot in different ways based on the stimulus I'm giving it. But at the end of the day, the chronic inflammation is still there. I just gotta find a way to help it work with work for me. Yeah, and absolutely. This, yeah. this is the amazing thing with the human body. Our body is so adaptable. You know, people forget this. They forget how adaptable the body is, and the body responds to stimulus in different ways. Um, so it's it's if you if you factor that in when you're actually going through something like chronic pain, some kind of chronic pain, which ninety five percent of us are, then. Yeah, you, know, you just it helps it becomes a little bit easier to deal with it because you you're you're more aware and conscious of what's actually happening in your body. Yeah, that's right. And if we if we if we're dealing with things that are wrong with us, it's our body that actually sorts it out. 
Because um, as you say, our body's amazing. However, we can help it on its way. And that, and that basically is what we're talking about here, helping, doing everything we can to help our body recover from whatever it is that we suffer from, you know. Sometimes you need a doctor. Sometimes you need medication. But a lot of the time, it can be down to what you actually do to assist your body. Would you agree? Self-care. Yeah, absolutely, self-care. Because most of everything you do is self-care. Or not, as the case may be. Yeah, I think for most people it's not. It's the yeah, all not. But look, self-care is there's so many different methods to to look after yourself um, and to just to reduce that inflammation in your body. And it again, it's it's very similar to somebody posted a question on a group and that a group that I just I just got invited to on Facebook the other day, and a group out of India and. Somebody posted a question question on there about regarding whey protein. Now, I used to take whey protein. I used to consume whey protein twice a day, okay, sometimes three times a day, depending on what what my activity levels were like. Yeah, and I don't I don't consume it anymore, I, and I very seldom eat any form of dairy other than butter, okay. Um, and this person asked a question. And I gave him some feedback on it, on whey protein, and the reasons why they shouldn't be taking whey protein and what the alternatives are. Okay. And because a lot of what, it, what, what you're consuming with something like whey protein is, is inflammatory to the body. It causes inflammation and water retention in the body. But I didn't mention that to him at the time, but that is one of the reasons why. It causes inflammation and water retention in the body because of what's in the whey protein, okay? It's, so, you know, it's the lactase and it's the, we, we are basically, um, most of us, all of us are really lactose intolerant to some level, okay? So some, a lot more than others because our bodies are not, no longer able to digest dairy products as well as when we were younger, okay? So I was explaining all of this to him. And it's just the conversation that was going on, not between him and I, but between one of the moderators and I, and this is somebody who's created this group for people to help them with their fitness and their health and all of this, and, it's just, and someone who's a student, and the information I was sharing was very enlightening to them. Yeah? And, and I say this because people don't go to their, their research. They really don't. People very seldom go and do their research. You know, they have a problem, and they try to they try to self care, but without doing their, their due diligence and their research behind it. You know, enough. They don't take the time to do it, and then they they rather just go to a doctor who's going to prescribe them drugs and doesn't really know that much about what the body's doing. They really don't. Most doctors, GPs, and that unless you go see some kind of specialist, most GPs don't really know that that much in depth as to what's going on in the body. So they prescribe drugs to help you. And that in turn causes a knock-on effect, which causes chronic inflammation somewhere else in the body. Yeah. And rather than rather than the individual just doing some research for themselves and finding out for themselves what it is that is actually happening in the body, then maybe going for a to medical professional or health professional and getting confirmation on that and then helping themselves to deal with it. 
you know, eating more correctly, taking the right nutrition, you know, doing some exercise, moving the body, massage, these kind of things, you know, um, recovery, sleep. Rather than do all of that, people rather just blindly um, follow the professionals that don't really know a lot about what, what it is that, that's going on in the body and what, what needs to be done in order to reduce things like chronic inflammation in the body. You know, so they, they just prescribe drugs because it's just the easier way to do it. Mm -hmm. Well, as, I, as I've mentioned before, you know, um, anyone, uh, I'm sure, hopefully we'll have doctors on here at some stage, but um, uh, to the best of my knowledge, um, when doctors go through their training, they do a matter of a few hours on nutrition. That tells me a lot um, because the, they're affect, doctors are affected by the visits from pharmaceutical companies. They're given incentives from pharmaceutical companies and things like that. And um, although we do need pharmaceuticals at some stage, we don't need them in the, in, in the amount that they are given at the moment. And, especially, and the, 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 the classic example is the USA. The USA, oh, yeah. I think I might say the USA uses, is it 50, it's maybe over 50% of the world's drugs. So that, that should tell you something, you know, so. And that's just it, the legal ones we're talking about, right? Oh, yeah, I'm not talking about illegal. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm just saying that's just the legal ones. If you talk yeah, about yeah. the illegal, that's, you're looking at, that's a whole different story, but that number is... Yeah, because we, we, we never cover that. And I'll tell you now, illegal drugs are absolutely rife. Mm -hmm. Absolutely rife. But I'm not going to go down that route. Anyway, we're talking about infl inflammation. Uh, and just another example, and we've said this before, but I want to keep saying this because it's important as we move on to the next stage of inflammation. You know, when we're talking about acute inflammation, we're talking you to have a cut in your skin which produces an opening, a wound, and the wound is then open to infection, and that causes an acute inflammatory response by the body, sending white blood cells from other parts of the body to that cut. And um, also uh, there's some other things that happen as well. Your circulation changes because obviously you have this wet swelling or redness, and, you know, so they're, 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 everything is piling towards it's like, a, it's like a, a big disaster. You know, when there's a big disaster, everyone is coming in with help and things like that, and that's what, basically what happens. But, as I say, most acute um, information doesn't last long. You know, no. and it's, it's like you get in there, get the job done, and get out. Um, but, if you, but, if you don't, but if you don't tend to it, you don't care, care for it. Yeah, then it changes, it changes its, um, the type of information it is. It goes from acute to chronic. Okay, so and that's what we're going to move into now is very quickly chronic information. Chronic information is a build up of bad stuff. That's about the easiest way that you can talk it. And it can be over many years because what happens to a lot of people under 40 is they don't have any problems at all. And so they, they hit a certain age. It doesn't have to be 40, but it's, you know, getting up that way. And all of a sudden the world falls in. Yeah. Bam, they hit a wall. Yeah, they hit a wall because they've been doing, as we all have, a bad, bad, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Habits. Bad habits. Bad yeah, habits. Bad done for years. 
And because nothing's happened, we think, ah, we'll just, we'll just do it again and again and again and again. But the body, it's got it up here. He knows. And in the end, he'll get you. You know, and, um, it's, and it's it's exactly like I say, like I mentioned to this, these guys in this group about about dairy products and about our, our body's inability to to digest um, lactose, and because we don't, we, we're not we're not creating lactase anymore. Mm -hmm. You know, we're not we're, yeah. we're not that enzyme is we're not creating it as much as what we did when we were younger. So therefore, we we're pretty much. And our bodies respond differently. Each individual responds differently to that. And for some people, it takes years for the symptoms to start accumulating. Yeah. And in, in other cases, people, they have irritable bowel, irritable bowel syndrome. They have acne. They get this. They get that. Leth lethargy, all kinds of aches and pains. And this is from consuming dairy. But in other people, they may consume exactly the same amount of dairy, but mm -hmm. they have no symptoms. Yeah, so our bodies are gonna are gonna respond differently, but it's you know, and the same thing like with with chronic inflammation or acute inflammation. One individual may get a bad a bad knock, you know, like let's say for example a, a contact sport athlete, you hit your head enough times, you're gonna get concussion. Okay? Absolutely. But for some people, I, I remember I remember boxing. <laughs> <laughs> you remember it, do you? You still remember? No, well, just about. I, I have these flashes, you know. I just want to just touch on Manette. Manette's, um, I, I trust I, I pronounced correctly, Manette. Um, I, she says, I have to agree that doctors never address reducing the drugs I take. And I have one of my closest friends who's, who's in South Africa. I saw him go through a period in his time when he was going from doctor to doctor to get drugs because he was so addicted to pres prescription drugs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I and I watched him go through this 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 period of his life when he was lying about stuff and just everything was yeah you never knew quite what he was saying was truthful or not you know and he was fabricating stuff and and so forth and he was addicted to prescription drugs but nobody ever questioned this yeah none of his doctors until one of his friends actually took him and and admitted one of his other friends took him and admitted him to a um, a rehab center. But yeah, this is this is the thing. That I, yeah, unfortunately, it, and in many cases, you cannot blame the doctors too because it's a it's a it's a source of additional financial income for them, and they mm -hmm. think that they're doing the right thing. But and then the story. And you got your pro problem with your um your voice. Can't hear you. Oh, that's, that's a bit better. Go on, talk. Just talk now. Okay, you can hear me, yeah? Yes, I can now, yeah. yeah. So I was just, before, I don't know, I was just saying you can't really blame the doctors either because they're getting, they getting basically sponsored by pharmaceutical companies, you know, um, and these pharmaceutical companies are coming into them and, and they're in the middle of a busy day and they're full of patients or whatever, and they've got all these other things going on in their lives, and the, and the pharmaceutical com company comes to them and tells them, this is the new wonder prescription drug. You need to start giving your, your patients for this, this, and this, and, and these problems and these symptoms and stuff like that. And they just do it blindly, unfortunately. Some, mm -hmm. I guess, some do do their research, and some do look into what it is that they have. But most, for the most part, they don't have the time or the resources to do it. Yeah. And, and they know it's an additional source of income, and they trust the system. They trust the fact that it's a prescription drug, it's going to be safe. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, you've got you've you've got you've got to be extremely careful with prescription drugs. I mean, it, you know, some doctors give them out like confetti. Others are pretty good, you know. But um, personally, I just I'll avoid them as much as I can. You know, especially painkillers. Can you hear me, Warren? Yeah, I can hear you. Yeah, I can okay. hear you. All right. So, I mean, look, chronic chronic information. Now, this is the big one that we we should be worried about. And it's an extremely complex process, right? And as I said, it takes years. And, and you take it right down to the cellular level, you know, because um, you've got to make sure that your, your cells are, are able to get rid of things as well as take the nutrients in. So for that, they have to have a, a, a certain amount of moisture. They can't get dry, you know. And um, I'm just watching what minutes wrote yeah. here yeah, yeah. Uh, is that the name of, is that the name of a drug losartan losartan i am on is not fun to take and i know no drugs would be it makes, it makes me loopy yeah. well you've got to be loopy to be on the show so that's you know that's a lot <laughs> but uh we, i know we're, we're not we're not obviously not uh making fun of anybody who's yeah. having to take um prescription drugs so we just like to have a bit of fun on here. And um, you know, I, as I say, you know, I, 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 I don't know what you would take them for. And I really, I don't want to know at the moment because um, obviously it's not, not our business, but, um, but yeah, it's an extremely complex process, uh, chronic information. Um, just give you a couple of examples. Um, and we, as sports people, we'll have this inside our joints Um we get chronic information sometimes, and it uh, produces is slowly growing damage, and it's slowly growing. To, let's pick the knee, for example. Slow, slowly growing damage to the cartilage, um, and gradually, if not taken care of, it will turn into arthritis. So arthritis, to the most part, not always, but to the most part, is avoidable. Okay. You know, there are going to be a certain percentage of people where it's not going to be avoidable. But but yeah, generally yeah, speaking, for the average person, um, arthritis is avoidable and you can take care by being preventative. Okay? And we'll, we'll talk about that as we go on. Um, take another one, information to the brain. Okay, starts off with depression or something's not quite right. You know, you know when you're out of sorts and it will get progressively worse. And in the end, it will turn into a neurodegenerative disease such as Parkinson's or Alzheimer's. So these are avoidable a lot of the time. Not always, but a lot of the time they are. And it's done by lifestyle. It's done by where you live, um, how you conduct your life. You know, is and, and in, in the end, if you have a lot of these bad things hitting you all the time, there's a good chance you can have a problem. So, you know, you know, if it could be just meditation if you live a, a calm and peaceful life that might be one of the main things on the other hand it could be that you have a quality omega-3 supplement mm -hmm. a proper one not not what, a lot of these ones that are on the market which i'll talk about as well and um you know it, as i say it, you could talk about any part of the body and it's and it's the same so some people are an increased risk of chronic inflammation some people skate by and don't and don't get um don't have problems and they're the lucky ones doesn't mean to say they're doing things right it just means they're a little bit more fortunate than a lot of us you know yeah. 
So what are the, their bodies are able to process stuff a little bit easier and better, more efficient. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Because you can put, let's say, let's say for argument's sake, you ate bacon, cook bacon every day of your life. Well, most people, it would cause a problem. I'll tell you now. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's, it's it's carcinogenic, and you would. And I love bacon. Oh, please. Oh yeah. I, I, I if it was if it was healthy, I'd have it three times a day. I, like I did have some this morning for breakfast. Yeah. I haven't had it. I only, I only try and have it once a month. Yeah, I, I, I don't often eat it, but I just, yeah. Yeah, I, I was with a client this morning at a restaurant and we had bake, we had breakfast and I decided to have bacon with eggs and stuff. So, yeah. Yeah. So, um, these are the types of people that are going to have problems with inflammation. Um, sports people that don't take care of themselves. Mm-hmm. People definitely over 50. That doesn't mean to say, you can get away with over 30, but definitely people over 50 will start to notice it. Um, people who are overweight or obese, they are, well, um, I don't want to go there because it's uh, they, they've got all sorts of things that can happen to them. So, field. yeah, and you've got to do your best to, to, you know, to keep down to a reasonable weight. You'll, this, know, you'll know what a reasonable weight is. This, this, this is, this, this is, I think, is a, is a good, um, entry point into something that's been on my mind since you've been talking is is the sugars that mm-hmm. we when we're consuming foods there yep. are there are sugar sugar compounds in the food in the carbohydrate of the food that will link to certain aspects or certain parts of the body internally certain organs and things like this if yep. it's, and some and this is dependent on your blood type and a, a range of factors um, which is one of the reasons why the blood type diet, for example, is is so good, is because it, you restricting food intake that is not good for your body in terms of where those sugars go to in the system. So if if you're eating, and this is why they say sugar is the sugar is the devil, you know, sugar itself. Mm-hmm. You should you should not consume sugar because think you you think about if you. Think about if you're eating a normal food, let's just say you're eating, I don't know, uh, a root vegetable. And because of your blood type, you shouldn't be eating root vegetables that much. Those sugars and that, that carbohydrate are linking, they're binding to parts of the body there where they shouldn't be. Yeah. And that causes problems over a period of time. That causes health-related issues inside the body over a period of time. Now, if you think of that, what's going, that's what's going on with normal healthy foods like a vegetable. Imagine what's happening when you're consuming sugar. Then imagine the, the level of inflammation, that chronic inflammation that's building up in your system over a period of time. You know, particularly if, if you do love to consume sugar a lot or carcinogenic foods like bacons and, and pork that is cured or cured meats, you know, ham, these kind of things, um, or hams, polonies. All of these stuffs, these food st- types, they're causing all these issues to your body over a period of time. And if you're not cleaning your system out on a regular basis, that's just building up and it's just going to be like gunk. And then eventually, yeah. like, like yeah. you touched on earlier, one day you just hit the wall and bam, it happens. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, uh, also, the other, the other type of people is uh, frequent dieters, yo-yo dieters. People who go on diet, different diet to diet to diet to diet because they think that it's not working. All diets work, by the way, up to a certain point. So maybe it's you. <laughs> so, um, 
Smokers. <laughs> Not going to mention anything but more about smoking. I think if, uh, or if you live in a city, if you're a city dweller, the pollution, get the hell out of Dodge. That's all I would say. <laughs> get the hell out of Dodge. <laughs> Heavy consumers of baked goods and confectionery. That's one of my bad ones, confectionery. Uh, deep fried foods, another one. You know, oh, you've, got, you, you've got to think, and fast food products, processed products, you know, processed foods and things like that. So, you know, take a look at your own diet. You'll know. And, and, and tweak it and change it gradually. Don't do it all in one go. Don't say, well, I'm never eating sugar again. You know, because one little bit of sugar is not going to hurt you. Yeah, what, okay. you don't, yeah, don't go cold turkey on that. Yeah, don't, 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 don't go cold turkey on anything. You know, gradually eke it out of your system as much as possible. Reduce, look to reduce, you know, and, and tweak and, and everything else. So, um, I, I mean, I, look, I did manage to do that in 1987 as a 15-year-old boy. With, with Blimey, you can remember back that far. With soda, with soda drinks. I, I, I cut out soda drinks out of my life there and then one day, and that was it. I never touched it again. Oh, you see, never... yeah, the, great, the great thing is about soda drinks, if, if anyone drinks loads of Coke and things like that, is um, that if you cut it – I've cut it out, I personally, all right? Good. But – the great thing is, once every three months, I have a bottle of Coke. I love it. <laughs> but I'm never going to go back to it. <laughs> just, no, once every three months. No, no I'm just saying one, one's not going to hurt you, is it, over three months? It might be a year with, with, before I have one. What that's I'm saying that's is that's like it saying tastes I, fantastic. I, that's like saying I only go down to the red light district once every three months. But I'll never contract it. How do you know that? <laughs> I'll go down once a week. What are you talking about? Um, <laughs> but it's like, it's like, what's the other ones? What's the old um, corn chips? What are they? Um, Doritos. Oh, man. I know. Once you start eating them, you're finished. Done. You know? So, again, I'll have one of them every six months now or Good. nine months. or So, you know, you can have little cheats now and again. It, it's not a problem at all. It's not going to hurt you. But and at the end of the day, we are human beings and it's life. It's you know, you want to enjoy yourself, you don't want absolutely. to restrict yourself from everything all the time. No, of course not. This is what I teach people is about living that living in that balance, living balanced in all aspects of your life as best as that you can. And if you can't, don't beat yourself up about it, but just understand what are the potential consequences behind your actions. You know, take accountability for what you're doing at least, you know, and then and then weigh up the pros and the cons on that. Yes, yeah. for example, like for example, some people, um, I don't know, um, they drink alcohol, they consume alcohol on, on a regular basis, like daily, but they don't they don't smoke, you know, and they mm -hmm. think that they're not smoking, they're they're good, but they they are in a in a smoky environment probably in every day in a pub or somewhere like that, but the fact that they this, that's beside the point, but the fact that they're consuming alcohol every day. Is not the body's not designed for it, you know, it's really not designed to consume alcohol. No. And no, you're right, it's not, it's not, and it's, as like I it's, said, not, it's not designed to consume sugar. Yeah, I, I've got the, I go by this thing of six days off, one day on, if, if you can't. Yeah. And uh, that, when I was younger, I, okay. I'd never have, uh, when I sort of got in my 20s, and I would never have two days running where I was drinking. Okay, and, and I would have six days apart. 
Good, good. So I now, just wanted. I just wanted. Now it's about once a month now. So <laughs> if lucky, if I'm lucky. That's okay, so. that's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. Just make, <laughs> make sure when you do enjoy it once a month that it's worth it. Yeah. Um, yeah. If, if Minette is still on here, if she's still watching, or if she comes back and watches and um, joins us again, if she's not and watches the replay, um, Minette, I think you need to you need to speak to either Paul or I. Um, I've just been looking at the Losartan and what it's been used for, and I I'm pretty certain that after a conversation with either Paul or I or both of us, if you like, um, we can put your mind at ease a little bit relating to. Lasata and and Absolutely. that I honestly believe that. So mm -hmm. reach out, reach out to us, okay? Yeah, I mean, look, the the, the bottom bottom line is this. I mean, look, chronic inflammation um, builds up over time. It's it's so prevalent in today's um, world, um, mm -hmm. and it is. We're talking about chronic degenerative diseases. You know, we talk about strokes, heart disease, diabetes, and so on. It, they are. The chronic inflammation is the leading cause of uh, mortality and morbidity throughout the world, okay? And it's getting worse. Now, I, all I want to say is about the current situation. I'm not going to mention the name of it. You know exactly what I'm talking about, okay? <coughs> and, and basically, not one of these public health in, uh, professionals or so-called professionals have ever mentioned improving the immune system mm -hmm. that should make alarm bells ring mm -hmm. okay nothing put mm -hmm. you to wear a mask i'm not going to say it's good or bad all right i know what it is but i'm not going to say it and i'm not going to really go into too, too too much detail however the most important thing is you improve your health they don't say that well, they, they they did say in a kind of in a roundabout way when in the beginning when they were saying that the the peop, elderly people or the aged are more at risk because they yeah. typically have more pre pre preconditions and things like this, and the younger generation are not as sedentary or they are typically a little bit healthier and so forth. So they did say that in a roundabout way, but the average layman is not going to read into that as like, I need to increase my, boost my immune system. They're not going to read into that. Like that. But I, I, I'm, if anything like me, I don't watch the news. Someone said to me earlier, did you hear about the police officer that got shot in London? I went today or last night or whatever. And I went, no, I don't watch news. Boring. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't, don't want to know. But sometimes the news finds you, right? Yeah, sometimes absolutely. Like, like so, telling um, about the police officer. Sometimes the, the the news does does find you. And in the beginning of this whole scenario, I was doing a lot of research into it to find out, try to find out what the, what the answers are around this. Yeah. So I was I was I was having to listen to people talking about it in order to in order to weigh up the my options here. And this was something that I came across quite a lot. They were talking about it like that. The younger generation are safer. The older generation are more at risk because of X, Y, and Z. So yeah. but the average person is not going to read into it like that. They're not going to read between the lines. They're going to just hear it as yeah, verbatim and take it from that. Well, go, go, go back to how I used to think. I was indestructible. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. there have been times you think nothing can hurt me. 
especially as a male. Uh, we are so wrong. We're all, you know, we're so wrong when we, we say that because a, a lorry can kill anyone. <laughs> you know, it doesn't. It doesn't say, "Oh, look, there's a young person. They'll be fine." No, it goes. They'll wipe you out just as just as much as an ant. You know, it's. Uh, but um, there's something look. something you wanted me to talk about, and oh yeah, there is. Oh, there, ah, there's something else I want you to talk about. Um, mm -hmm. We we have a business. We deal in wellness. Um, and we do a test, and I want you to talk about the test that we do. Ah, that's what I want to get to. Oh, okay, okay. Just tell people about the test we have done. Yeah, we can have done. It can have done. Yeah. Now, when you're talking about chronic inflammation, okay, um, there's a there's a range of different factors that we, which is which is what we've been talking about. We've touched on already, and there's there's stuff that we've missed out on. I know that. Um, however, with the chronic, with the test that we do, what this does is, is it enables a person to see in, in, in graphic form what's going on inside their blood. So we do a very, very simple dry blood test with people in the comfort of your home or in a coffee shop, wherever it may be, <laughs> okay? But you don't need to go to a doctor. And it's very simple. It's very quick. And then... With that, we, we then me measure, not we, but the company that, that um, we use as a third party in Oslo, they measure the, the compounds of, of your blood lipids, which is your, your, um, your omega factors in your blood, all right? And it's not just your omega-3 and your omega-6, it's all the omega factors in your blood, what those levels are, and also it tells you whether your body is absorbing the nutrients that it requires when you're consuming foods and liquids and excreting all the toxins that have been consumed prior to that or if that's, that system is being blocked. And what I mean by that is we have a cell membrane, okay? We have billions of cell membranes and each cell membrane is like, imagine like a filter. So food comes in through that, through that filter and it sits in the cell, okay? And then food needs to come out as well, or, or toxins and things like that, the, the, the leftovers, the byproducts, that needs to be excreted as well at the same time. If your body's not in balance and your health is out of balance, okay, and you're not consuming sufficient enough, sufficient amounts of quality omega-3s, I'll stress on quality, Paul stressed on it earlier, and I'll stress on it again, quality omega-3s. If you're not consuming sufficient amounts of that, those membranes are going to be very rigid and very tough. So nothing, very little is going to be coming in and coming out. Um, so you can, you can eat clean and healthy till the cows come home. <laughs> but if you're not consuming enough, a good balance of omegas between your sixes and your nines and your threes and that, it, nothing's going to happen here. This is going to stay rigid, especially if it is a rigid, already rigid. Yeah, um, and this is one of the factors, and then it also it, it gives an indication into um, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, not not precursors, um, but it's like indications of onsets of certain um, lifestyle related diseases for as you know lifestyle age related diseases. 
So it gives it gives an indicators as to as to what the what the probability of this is as you're going to get old as you're going to get older based on your age right now. Um, and this blood test that we do it it's it consists of the world's largest database of dry blood tests like this. All right, and up to date. Over 500,000 have been conducted. I think it's closer to 600,000 now. And well, maybe about 5,500, 550,000, somewhere around there. But nevertheless, it's proven from a global point of view that around 95% of the population is not where it could be. Because when we are born, our omega-6 to omega-3 ratio is one to one. So what that means is for every one omega-6 that we have, we have one omega-3. All right, that's what, that's what happens when we're born. However, as early as five, six, or seven years of age, that balance has already become, is already, sorry, this way around, it's already getting out of sync. So the omega sixes are climbing, 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 and the omega threes are staying like this. And they're not, they're not meeting that, that same um, volume that the omega sixes is climbing to. And by the time you become an adult, the average in Europe is, if I'm mistaken, correct me if I'm not, if I'm, it's around 15 to 1. 15 to 1, 15 point something to 1. In North America, it's higher. 25 to 1. And we haven't, we haven't gone extensively to, into the Asian market and the subcontinental market thus far, but we are accumulating, all right? And Africa is the same. And I'm just, for me, I just, yeah, I'm, I'm expecting bigger numbers there because of the, the just because of lifestyle habits, the types of foods that they typically eat, especially in Asian Asian areas where they eat a lot of fried foods and things like that, deep fried foods. So just think about you just take that into into account. If the average in Europe is five point five to one or five point something to one, you got, I mean fifteen, you got fifteen omega sixes to one omega three, and the omega three is what helps your body to stay in balance and reduces that chronic inflammation and keeps that chronic inflammation away and slows down those age-related diseases that, that creep up on us as we get older due to our lifestyle habits. So this is yeah. what the blood test is all about. And there's a lot, yeah. there's a lot more, and it also gives you an indication, sorry, Paul, it gives you a lot That's of fine. good indicators as to how you can change your eating in order to complement what you're doing when you are when you are taking the correct omega-3 you know, supplements and stuff like that, because that's that's imperative. Unfortunately, in our diets today, we just do not consume and we don't have enough resource, enough quality foods in, anymore to be consuming quality omega-3s uh, in, in the volume that we need. You would literally be need, needing to be eating about three kilograms of fish. And I'm talking about, I'm talking about sardines, pilchards, um, wild salmon, you'd be need, needing to be consuming around three kilograms of that a week in order to be consuming enough. And I don't know many people that can eat three kilograms of fish a week. So, yeah. Without yeah. what you what you said last week, actually, you mentioned about um, pro-inflammatory and anti-inflammatory. Now, the body needs the six and the three. Mm -hmm. The six is the pro-inflammatory. The three is the anti-inflammatory, and it needs to balance up for you to be healthy. That's what that's basically what it's all about. And what's happened, as you said, the, the balance has gone like that. What happens there is that it makes heart disease, diabetes, 
strokes, it, it, everything. It, it makes it more prevalent. Okay, so what we need to do is is to get people in balance. Okay, and that's what we. Do you know how many people die of heart coronary heart disease every year? Do you have any idea? A lot. <laughs> a lot. Well, heart disease and cancer take uh, take up around about forty eight percent of all of all deaths. Coronary heart disease, seven point four. And, and no, coronary heart disease and cancer together yes, yes. take up forty eight percent of all deaths. Lifestyle deaths, or yeah. yeah. We are talking. We, you know, we're talking about our part of the world. We can't, I, I can't consider other parts of the world. But, globally, um, globally 7.4 million people die every year. Oh, there you go, then. It's a lot of people. That's a lot of people, man. And do, does anybody make us think about, does anybody make us put a mask on our face because of that? Does anybody, you know, restrict us from doing certain things because people, that many people are dying from coronary heart disease every year? No. Because they, they're depending on, on that happening in order for other things to happen, to keep their, con their, their economies running. Yeah. yeah. And this is unfortunately the, the reality of it. And people are so, they are blissfully ignorant about that. And they don't realize what the risks are for themselves. Yeah, so, absolutely. Uh, yeah. So um, we've, we've spoken a lot. And um, all I would say is this, that the evidence is overwhelming that we, you know, uh, or we should be reducing uh, and preventing most of these degenerative diseases, and we can. And um, although I, we can't make claims, all we can say is try it and find out. Yeah, try it and find out because you'll know. Trust me. I'm. I mean, look. I'm 95. I, I look great. I mean, you know. <laughs> so. No, seriously, I'm 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 65 years of age, and uh, probably apart from my torn calf, which has nothing to do with being healthy, um, I'm the healthiest I've ever been. So, you know, and as I say, that's me. That just that's how I feel. So, uh, and we and have like, lots lots of customers. Yeah, yeah, we do. Yeah, yeah, we do. So, and ditto for me. I'm 48 tomorrow, Paul, and I yeah, I'm, I'm still bouncing on my ball. <laughs> ah, yeah. No, I was going to talk. I was, just, just quickly before we finish up, I was going to talk about bouncing. Now, what was it I was going to say? <laughs> it was about bouncing. I can't remember. I just think you like bouncing. I do. I, 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 I don't think it's anything to do with health. <laughs> but don't don't bounce too much because you'll go through the roof. You know, so you'll go. Bing. Anyway, right. We're done for today. Uh, if you've got any questions, anyone, please let us know. Um, if you want to talk to us, let us know again. We'd, uh, please, if you like what we're talking about, please um, love or like the the video, the page. It all helps on our sort of ratings and that. And um, as I say, we're still at the early stages. Well, I think we've done a 45 plus now Facebook Lives, and um, it is a learning, definitely a learning curve for us as well. Yeah. So um, we it's wish you a great. Sorry. It's an exciting learning curve. Yeah, it's an exciting learning curve. You know, I, do, I, enjoy, I enjoy this because I'm we're delivering value for people, whether they listen or not. We're delivering value. We we're putting it out there onto the airwaves, and it's it's information for people to take in and something that is empowering and educational. I trust. So yeah. Yeah. Great. All right, lovely. We'll see you next Wednesday and Friday at four p.m. Uh, London time, five p.m. Warren's time in um, Hungary. So um, anyway, we'll uh, 
leave you to it. Any any questions, just give us a shout. See yeah, you later. Have a beautiful weekend, eh? Absolutely. And Manette, thank you for sharing, Manette. Appreciate that. Reach out Absolutely. to us. Cheers. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.